live and still trying to get the chocolate out of the gold cup. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. I'm looking for the hazelnut filling. That's what I'm at. Well, but if they would use the, the good foil, then, you know, it'd be easier to get to. So much chocolate, though. Have you seen the size of this thing? Wow. Raise your voice. But it's Nicaraguan chocolate. Yeah. Well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The podcast that thinks there should always be free candy at TFC matches. I like how the whole candy chocolate thing just lined up to this week. That's good. Uh, on this week's show, we've got a lot of CanCon to discuss. We've got the Canadian men's national team at the Gold Cup, the Canadian women's national team at the Olympics, the Voyagers Cup schedule and format release, as well as a homecoming for Toronto FC and the fans and more. Whew. All right. Now this week's panel. Starting to like Soteldo more and more, it's Duncan Fletcher. Sure. He's fun. Right? He would be nice if he gets to be fun and productive part of it, but that's, that's maybe more Dom Dwyer's fault than his. I, I, would you, I think that's squarely Dom Dwyer's fault. Anyway, um, he hasn't had to yell at Bono for an entire match. Hello to Mark Hinckley. It's refreshing to not uh, have to do that, but uh, um, uh, I feel like I've, I've, I've now... Um, I've now passed this trade on to to my 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 darling wife. I forget which game I was watching, but keeper came way off their line, and she yelled on my behalf. And and I'm like, okay, okay, that's you have taught her well. That's good. That's good. Well, she, has, she, she hasn't thrown in the motherfucking part. Oh, it's coming. But, oh, I feel that's like cause, that's because she doesn't lean on the swearing as much as as much as as much as your your kit nerd Mark friend here. I yeah. feel like that's the most important part of it though. <laughs> I, I, I kind of feel like she maybe is just saving it for, for Bono because she knew it wasn't TFC. Oh, mm. there you go. There you go. That seems fair. All right. This week, he's remembered to unmute. Welcome to Tony Walsh. I'd like oh. to add to that though. When during my truncated uh, appearance last week, you asked me my uh, uh, predictions for the matches two Canada ones and the TFC. I said, win, draw, draw. Boom. I should just always show up in the last five minutes. Did, did Canada yeah. draw did again? Did Canada draw and we missed what? it? No, no. I said, no, sorry. I said, win, loss, draw. Sorry. Oh, sure. Someone roll back the tape. You can check the tape. <laughs> Who's got that kind of time? Really, that's true. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Uh, as for me, I'm happy that Coach Havi is still in charge. I am your host, Kristen Knowles, and now to this week's show. You got what I need, but you say he's just a friend, and you say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, you got what I It is CanCon time, and there is so much Canadian footy to talk about today. There is a literal plethora. That's right. Um, we are going to start with the Canadian men's national team at the Gold Cup. They have played two matches since we last spoke. Um, and once all the smoke cleared, 
uh, Canada just miss out on winning their group. So the first match they played Haiti. Uh, obviously, they came away as the winner uh, 4-1, but ended up being a lot more of a challenge uh, for the Canadians as Haiti controlled the flow of the match for a good chunk of the middle part. But brace from Laren, stunning free kick from uh, Steven Eustachio, and uh, another excellent match from Tejon Buchanan. Again, saw Canada come away. And for a brief shining moment, they were winning Group B. Um, I it really was liked... like three, three or four days. I know. That's not a shiny moment. That's a long time. It's a lo- okay, it's a shining interlude. I don't know. Mm-mm. It was exciting. Yes, for a while, we were triumphant. We were glorious winners. Um, I'm more concerned with you leaning on this whole shining bit. <laughs> Did you guys see the fucking glittering or some shit? I didn't see it. My TV was on. Sorry. Maybe you just have the wrong settings. I don't know. I'll Were check you... my TV later. Yeah, I don't know. They're, they're, it's like odd three on one soccer is the is the glitter function. Ha, that's audio. And odd two, absolutely spectacular. All okay, right. but, but did you go on to vid two, Mark? Oh, vid two? Vid two. Vid two? Vid two is the one with the glitter. Kristen misspoke. Damn it. I did. Oh, sorry. I didn't hear. I Yeah. I did misspeak. Duncan is correct. Either way, mm-hmm. I will I will check my my one. So- you know, I, two soccer just puts it right on the front page. I'm just gonna throw that in there. Mm-hmm. But anyway, no. yes, I will I will check. Anyway, that game was I think overall um, for me it was pretty enjoyable to watch, and it was a good. I, I it was good to see them have to sort of rely on something a little bit different, but also good to see some usual players continue to do good things um and i'm saying nice things about kyle aaron again which is weird um but also concerning about the you know would look like some defensive shortcomings still you know being really present um and you know we've got that's not not gonna go away is it no not anytime soon not at least not until Maybe World Cup qualifiers when some missing players uh, rejoin the fold or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. It's there's 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 good and and you know when we talk about the U.S. game, um, slightly different setup, slightly different defensive pairing, uh, much stronger in the first twenty two seconds, notwithstanding, um, but. To see, um, you know, to see, yeah, to have them have to, you know, compensate for, uh, you know, the Janiel Henry and Stephen Vittorio are just not a good pairing for whatever reason. It doesn't, it doesn't work between the two of them. Um, I think paired with other defenders, they do better for some reason. The two of them together just doesn't seem to work. But other than that, the thing that I sort of, at least for, I guess actually this all, all the gold cup so far, and it's rare for me to say this is Mark Anthony K has not been great. And it's hard for you to say. It, it, it's well, because usually he's just so good and so much fun to watch and, and does so many nice things on the pitch, um, you know, in the attack, passing, getting, you know, drawing the defense, that sort of thing. But, you know, he seems... You know, he's had more than one defensive miscue. Um, 
hasn't been as involved. I don't know. Am I the only one sort of noticing that? I feel like he hasn't been as crisp. And and I, I also kind of feel like we've, because we've seen his ascendancy, like he's gone from being that castaway to being MLS starter. Yeah. And, and in that first season that he was at LAFC where he was really shining, he looked great in a Canada shirt. And just maybe his head's not in it. Yeah, but I think he looked great in a Canada shirt during the World Cup qualifiers. Like it really, it to me, it really feels like, like he got hurt during that too. So hmm. is he still not fully recovered from that injury? Is it something else? I don't know. Yeah, he just like, really, like, really he hates no. Kansas. <laughs> that's that's a known thing though. Hmm. Doesn't everybody? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. No mercy mm-hmm. whatsoever. Yeah. So he he's still waiting for the children to give mercy. Exactly. <laughs> hmm. Like, why can't they play the games at the T-Bone Park? That's what I want to know. Yeah. yeah. Grass berm. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. good point. Yes. Legendary. The, the, the one thing that from the the, uh, the second game that Haiti, yes, yeah. um, that kind of annoyed me was, you know, sort of Akinola comes on, makes his official debut and everything. Right, it's lovely. And then you almost immediately gets a chance to score. That kind of sucks that he got fouled rather than be able to score. But let him take the penalty. Yeah, I, I was I mean, a little. I, I could surprised. understand it if it was like, well, well Kyle Lauren's going to take it so he can get his hat trick, but he well, was already oh, off. Well, bring him back on. I don't know. Whatever. But yeah, Hoylet, come on, let Akinola take it. Yeah, yeah, especially especially, especially given up. what happened next. Yeah, you're already three one up. It's his first game. It's his. You know, he's only a couple of minutes in. This would be great. What kind of what more heartwarming story could there be? Boo. Boo, indeed. Harlot's um, the worst of the Daves. Can we talk about uh, the Stephen Estacchio yellow card? <laughs> Fun. I, I'm not I mean, sure I, I agree with the goal of, hmm, let's get myself disallowed from the, the USA game, but I guess right, he's, they're going with the, the quarterfinals as the big important thing. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I just like I, I, is, I can get behind that. Like, is there? You know, I struggle a great deal with the employment of the dark arts. Um, but is there like a less obvious, clunky way to earn your yellow card? Like, maybe just a slightly hard foul. Just push somebody. So Grab you want them to? Go out there and potentially injure someone. No, no, I guess this is by far the safest way to do it. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. I'm just... not going to do anything. I'm just going to stand here and literally do nothing <laughs> until you give me the yellow. Exactly. I'm going to look so confused. Oh, look mm. how confused! I just oh, don't know what who can to I do next. To? Who, hey, what can I do oh, here? No. I, mm. I've never, t- I've never kicked a soccer ball <laughs> in my life. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, if, if, if you're going to get yourself a yellow card, this is a, a very uh, uh, a good controlled way of doing it. So weird. And very entertaining. <laughs> it's just, yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, but but also, you know, so yeah, his match was bookended by the, that amazing free kick. 
I was gorgeous mm-hmm. than the world's most bizarre yellow card. Balance. It's all about balance. <laughs> it's all about balance. We can't have nice things, Kristen. Haven't you learned this yet? It's true. It's true. I feel like stroke a goal in that you go viral for that, you know, the next hour or so. Great. Let's undo this. Let's undo this goodwill. <laughs> hey, did you see how awesome Canada was with that one goal? Oh, he did. He did what? Oh, fuck. I'm sorry, but I mean, somebody with you know, that kind of like hair and facial hair, mustache thing, there's, there's definitely an evil genius thing. There's, there's that. some super villain just, aspects there. <laughs> yeah, I, I would expect, you know, sort of fancy, good fanciness but also ah yeah there's a bit of uh there's a there's a bit of the shithousery behind that isn't that yeah i you know that he he delivered on my expectations <laughs> um props to the the haitians though for honestly putting up a very good match while being incredibly shorthanded so shorthanded that they had two fullbacks as their attacking players for the match. Mm. Um, and, you know, really did keep Canada on its heels for, for a good chunk. I, on, I, I, was, I was kind of like, okay, this is going to be a lot closer than it should be uh, um, for, you know, a good period of time. So they, they valiant effort um, throughout the tournament, given uh, all the challenges they faced. Um, mm-hmm. Who who uh, won the Haiti versus Martinique game? How did that finish? Who came third in the group? Oh, that's a good question. I cannot remember. Uh, I will ask Google. I thought I saw Haiti. I presume so. Like nine, but... nine, nine, nine six three zero. I'm mostly uh, happy yeah. For Haiti won. Haiti won two nil. Two two one. I mean. Okay, two one. Yes. Yeah. Good for them. Indeed. Indeed. All right, and then, of course, the Americans. Oh, here's our chance. Here's our chance, you know, repeat CONCACAF, Nations League glory, and, you know, it's one of our better, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, no. What's that? That's a goal 20 seconds into the match. Um, And then it just... It just never came together, even though... Canada really was the better side for a very good part of that game. Um, but, you know, a number of things. So you've got your two best options for attacking players uh, injured and, and out early. Um, and when anyone was near the goal, finishing seemed to be an issue. Um, Those two things may be connected. Could be connected, yes. Uh, well, yeah, because at least was it like was it Laren? Laren stayed on, like he got hurt a couple times. Yeah, Laren stayed... made it into the second half at least. Yeah, and really, whatever tried, but obviously it wasn't there. Um, and I made a note in the rundown that you know I said some some problematic or some questionable refereeing, and it wasn't just aimed at the ref, aimed you know bad being mean to the Canadians. I just think it was a bad ref overall um, in how things were being called, you know, like a lot of, a lot of fouls being let go or really random things being called. And I was like, that's what you're going to call, but you're not going to call those 
seven other things from the last 10 minutes. I don't know. I just didn't think that that ref had a good control over the match. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was not as egregiously uh, sort of problematic for Canada as Gareth Wheeler was making it out to be. No, um, that's what but, I said. I, I don't think yes, this is all the, on Canada. Uh, there was at least one of the times that uh, sort of Richie Laye fell over. It actually was a foul and should have yes. been a penalty. But, you know, again, doesn't surprise me that uh, he doesn't get calls because he falls Rep- over all the fucking time. I know. Reputation precedes him. And Maybe. So let's, let's, talk, let's talk about Richmond in that match. Um, other than the, 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 the penalty that may have been a penalty that wasn't a penalty, depending on if there was a foul on Zimmerman outside the box before the obvious foul on uh, mm-hmm. Laie after that. Um, yeah, so you've got... It's so awkward, he, isn't it? It's so it's fucking so, awkward. It's so, so fucking awkward, I know. <sighs> um, we'll get there. As much as we like him, and, and I do, I, I like a lot of what he does, but this is something we've talked about for probably two years now is his tendency to, you know, not just, you know, go looking for the foul. He goes out of his way to find that foul. And he doesn't have the temperament when he does get fouled to take them gracefully. I I know I said that very complicatedly. Like we saw a combination of, you know, Far too much, you know, going down very easily, but also a lack of maturity in his in his reactions. Um, and so there was, you know, there was at least one incident towards the latter half of the match. I, I remember Kamal Miller, like grabbing him, you know, and saying like, man, just cool the hell down. Like he was the one that pulled him away from the ref from getting into a fight where, you know, this was a match that, Herdman and the coaching team obviously tried to field their best lineup while managing yellow cards in, in order to go forward into the, the quarterfinals. Right. So um, yeah, it's, it's, it's frustrating to, to see such a talented player because he is very talented. He does a lot of really good things, Mm -hmm. but then he does like incredibly foolish, immature things. It just, it just frustrates me. I, I want him to, I want to see more growth from him. And I feel like he's regressed suddenly. Like I thought that he was, I feel like we were watching games and being like, Oh my God, he stayed on his feet. You know, like it was like, Ooh. Mm-hmm. And I don't, ah. frustrating. Mm-hmm. He can be. So within that match though, um, we saw again, Kyle Lahren out, Iowakinola out. Um, it is turned out from that afterwards. Uh, Kyle Lahren has a knee injury, so he's out for the rest of the Gold Cup. Uh, sounds probable for World Cup qualifiers in the fall. Doesn't sound like it's a terribly serious knee injury, but enough of one that he's done. Uh, whereas Iowakinola's injury much more serious, a torn ACL, and therefore likely done for the year. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's just a, honestly, that, that, that's one of those injuries that kind of like breaks your heart a bit because he's just, 
like his career is just starting to to go places right he's he's had a good couple years um he's been performing well for as well as he can for the shit show that is tfc this season um but you know finally made his declaration for canada and started to look good and then this Revenge of the Americans. Yeah. Basically. Mm. Bastards. Fucking Yankees. And they take um, that shit seriously. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. And it really, like, looking back at the match, you know, like, there's, there were some really good things in that match, um, but now it's kind of overshadowed by the very quickly conceded goal and the fact that Kyle Aaron Nyla were injured and injured seriously coming out of that. You know, you, you got, you know, some good performances um, from some Canadian players. And yeah, they were playing a, the Americans, which is always difficult. And a one nil loss isn't a terrible, terrible thing, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, I, and also I hate losing to the Americans. It's annoying. Um, but yeah, I wanted to come away from that match feeling much more positive regardless, and now I'm just like very doom and gloom about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a good performance. I mean, yeah, but, you know, the, the States were ahead for the whole game, so, you know, score effects, all that sort of thing. Canada's probably going to look better if the States was having to go out there and try to score a goal, then it would be a different game. But, you know, having said that, Canada, yes, they did look good out there. And you think, all right, there's definitely some things in there to uh, be positive about. And uh, yeah, it's just the sort of the back in hole injury, especially. It's just, ah, uh, uh, well, it's disappointing. Yeah. And uh, then, yeah, so Lauren's out as well. It's like, oh, okay, so yeah, we're, we're not really going to be doing much in this tournament, are we? Uh, but, well, mm-hmm. so now then that, that begs the next question. Um, so the quarterfinals uh, are this, this weekend coming. So Canada will play uh, on Sunday. Um, and they're going to play either Costa Rica or Jamaica, who are playing this evening. The match won't be over by the time we're done recording. It won't. We're not recording for that long. <laughs> are you sure? I'm positive. The match you know, won't be over until st- after You know we're nine. still on section one, right? Shut it. Um, hmm. We have... I, we have never anyway i'm not even going to say it out loud um so either costa rica or jamaica in which is you know, a three-hour show all right let's go let's no, do this see, I, wasn't, I wasn't gonna say it out loud duncan um <laughs> let's okay. set some records Kristen. It, it's <laughs> olympic time let's it's olympic time. stronger <laughs> higher faster longer <laughs> all right what are you daft punk um anyway so stuff dunk do your homework um so Calcacaf announced that there was now a medical replacement option for the gold cup knockout stage and i think this is this 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 new rule this lately announced new rule is more for the fact that there are several countries who have been hit hard by um covid absences and covid issues within their camps but there's also been some, some injury issues. So Canada has some options now to be able to replace uh, Kyle Lehring and Iowa Canola. Is Alfonso not- Davies one of the options? 
I, I mean, let's fair, he, he wasn't actually injured, was he? We all know this. Yeah, but I, uh, can, can we can we not get Bayern Munich to, uh, you know, we put out a fake do injury do release. Solid. And so now can they put out a fake, oh, he's actually okay. And and he can come back and play. He's is, responded is really well to training. Yeah. Yes. 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 The rehab has gone so well. Um, I, I doubt it. Mm. I doubt we'll he see either him or Jonathan David, but that's the other one. I'm like, does Jonathan David have a club yet? Like, you know, a little shop window action. Does he really need it? Probably not, but hey. Um, How, was, was he only at Lille for one year? Well, it doesn't, it seemed to be... Is he unattached now? At the end of the season, it seemed to be a little nebulous whether or not he was he was with them again or still or... Um, so. I, feel like, I feel like Lille already sold off everybody that they're going to sell, but I could be wrong. Because I know they... Still- I know they got rid of, I'm not sure if it's two or three they sold on, like major parts of their team. Um, and since David just got there, I, I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised if they were looking to ship him. I mean, if somebody obviously came knocking, they'll they'll probably they'll probably sell off. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it just seemed very sort of up in the mm-hmm. air because it looked like obviously that Leo was going to, um, yeah, go on, a, have a bit of a fire sale. Um, not he had a, a very good second half of the year, so yeah, his valuation has probably kind of gone up a bit, and it'll have moved from you know bargain price that they bought him for into all right, a proper transfer fee and potential quick profit. So, hmm, maybe. Um, yeah, he's still you know he's still listed as a Leo player, so I guess I will uh, stop creating rumors. Um, but you know, like, is he a possibility? I, I don't know if any of the European players are actual possibilities, but the one name that has come so. up many times, uh, in the last days is, is, uh, Tesho Akindeli. Makes sense. And then like, who else? I know a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, you do, do, do these injury replacements have to come from the initial about 60 person squad we put out? Yes, they do. Okay. I presume McIndelly was within that. Yes. But then again, so was Jonathan David and Alfonso Davies. So. Oh, okay, excellent. So, yeah, we're, we're still fully let's within just, the let's just make that <laughs> Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, McIndelly makes sense. The other two clearly don't. Uh, but yeah. I, yeah. Tejon Buchanan is he? But if they kind of like had him at fullback, is he? Could he play forward? Is he more of a winger slash fullback? Yeah, they could probably push him further forward. Um, And then, who else would you just? uh, What's his name? Um, This is riveting. I can't remember any of the players. He's uh, still, you know, presumably he's now first eleven guy. Yeah, expect him to start. Um, what about uh, Corbinu? Sure, yeah, yeah. You, you know, like there, there are possibilities within the Canadian camp, right? It's So that's the other question is, do you just stick with the guys that have been playing together for the last couple of weeks to have some familiarity who are already, don't take them away from whatever else it is, you know, from your clubs and stuff. But presumably we'll find out in the next day or so because again their next match is looming quickly um mm-hmm. it's really even like you know junior highlight 
could you know, good like Cavallini and Hoylet up front. That's a, a, a decent sort of big man, little man uh, combo. Mm -hmm. Could work. What's so all this depth Canada has now? All these options. <laughs> it, it is. It is. It is interesting to be able to be like, oh wait, there's actually options. That's mm. true. I know. Um, I'm I'm paralyzed with choice at this point. <laughs> like honestly, if you, it's like, oh well, who who do you like? You just asked who who do you think they could bring up? I'm like, fuck, that's an actual question now. Before <laughs> it would be like, I don't know who's playing in League One. Fuck, we're screwed. Like, and no disrespect to the League One guy. I'm sure you'd be. Yeah. But it's, like that's. You know, yeah. who's unattached? Like, <laughs> mm. is is what's his name Jackson Hamel still a thing? Can he come? Aww. <laughs> that's just mean, Duncan. It was almost a legitimate question. Is like, is he actually still around and at a high level, and maybe could come? Uh, but yeah, I think that's definitely that's the level we absolutely would have been at. But is it actually still a possibility for this one? I. I generally have not been following his career for the last couple of years. Could Dero come back and bag a few more goals? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> now you're talking. Yeah. I bet he could. I bet he's training. Yeah, with Celtic. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted that to happen so bad. <laughs> um, well, the whole Anthony Jackson Hamel thing, of course, is that, you know, he just retired. Mm. So, he probably doesn't want to come play. Um, mm. Yeah. But, you know, people have been saying, oh, what about, you know, some Can PL players? You know, I'm like, well, sure. Grab Jordan Peruzza from, again, mm. yeah, they have to be on the original 60 team uh, thing. I don't know if anybody from the Can PL was. I don't know if Jordan Peruzza was. But they'll probably grab Tesho and... Another defender would be my guess. Is Zator available? Oh, Mobabuli. Is, is, could this be Mobabuli's time? <gasps> Did he ever play for Canada? I feel like he got to the point where he almost was at least picked in a squad. He may never have actually made an appearance. But... Yeah, I feel, I feel like you're right, Dunk. Um, but uh, couldn't tell you when. Screw that. I'm sure matches are going to be in Florida. You need Zator in Florida. <laughs> half zebra, half gator. He's Zader. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I have no idea. But you know, like maybe this is. You know what? You know, you know whose time it is. Scott Arfield. It's time for you to step up and participate. God damn it. Um, what day is the happen. match? <laughs> he comes into midfield, then you know, Hoylet or you know, one of the more sort of wingery type people moves you up. You can shuffle around the midfield, move one of the uh, more attacking midfielders up into forward, and it'll all work out. Yeah, you know they could. Uh, yeah, you know, actually, there's I forgot how many options there are here. I don't see Zator. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, we're screwed. I know that's it. It's done. It's done. That guy could have um, won a coin flip too. <laughs> with a whack of his gator tail. Which side do you, the, the coin goes up? Is it going to land on zebra? Is it going to land on gator? Mm. Either way, Zato wins. Exactly. 
Zader always wins. Yes. Catchphrase. It's Zader time. Maybe it's Jay Chapman's time to shine. Time. Don't be crazy. It's Zader time. <laughs> it's Zader time. <laughs> Hold on, Duncan. Thank you. Anyway, we will find out uh, again. We'll we'll find out on a you know not today because they won't announce it while we're while we're recording. So, um, all right. So, regardless of that, um, Canada are going to face either Costa Rica or Jamaica. Do they advance to the semifinals? No. <gasps> wow. Regardless of who they face, yeah, some, some um, kind of heartbreak involved, and uh, oh, should have done better, but this thing happened, and mm, but no. Yeah, after hearing the Zader news, I'm with Dunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I feel like if they get Jamaica, they'll they'll win. Uh, in Costa Rica, um, they'll probably struggle with that and lose an extra time or something. I'm going to say that they advance regardless of who they face to the semis and then it probably falls apart. Damn, girl. I know, I know. I'm just I'm just wacky that way. I think Jamaica's on a real uh upwards trajectory heading into qualifying and everything. They just seem to be getting better, and they've got a lot of. They've imported a lot of player. Well, not imported, but they've you know grabbed a lot of players who had availability for other countries. They've done really well. Their defense is better than ours. Yes, <laughs> um, most probably. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's not a bad show. Yeah, I, I like. Well, that's why when. Um, as the group stood initially, uh, you know, before before tonight's match between Costa Rica and Jamaica, Canada facing Costa Rica, and I was like, yes, safer option, but we shall see. Is Kamal Lawrence there and playing for Jamaica? Or? Yes. Like he, yeah, he wasn't at the TFC game on Saturday, so. No. Yeah, he is, okay. All right, yeah, yeah he will be heavily involved in a some kind of last minute heartbreaker. You're probably right. Probably right. I'm sticking with my optimistic ways. I'm sticking. I'm staying with it. I'm going to try and be optimistic. All right. Speaking of optimism, on to the women. Um, the Olympics. Woohoo! Woo. Kick off tomorrow, day after No one's recording. going. <laughs> um, so within, uh, within the next week, Canada, the Canadian women play all three of their uh, group matches. Uh, so Wednesday morning, 6.30 a.m. against Japan. Uh, Saturday morning, 3.30 a.m. against Chile. And then next Tuesday uh, against England at a far more civilized 7 a.m. Um, wow. I don't know why 7 <laughs> is much more civilized than 6.30, but that extra half an hour, 7 just somehow feels like, okay, this is a fish. This is proper morning. Um, so we need to. So the important thing is to figure out a traditional Japanese breakfast. Uh, English breakfast is obvious. Was it, what time was it? Chile? He said three thirty. Yeah, three thirty. So like a Chilean late night snack, super late night snack. 
like the Chilean equivalent of cold pizza. Well, an empanada of some kind. <laughs> oh, you don't want a cold empanada. That's what microwaves are for. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a hot microwave pocket. and empanada. Oh my god, Philistine. Three thirty in the morning. Who's gonna know? Who cares? Yeah, who's checking? What, what, what empanada police do you have to deal with, Tony? <laughs> exactly. On his <laughs> Give me your badge and you're a repa. <laughs> I can see, I can see you with an empanada. You're like, it's really cold, but you're really hungry. You look left, you look right, you stick it in the microwave. Beep, beep, <laughs> hit start. <laughs> beep. <laughs> And your sounds are flushing. Just one minute. Just one minute. Uh, That's the right there. God stab you. Bananas. God damn. What were you microwaving? Nothing. Uh, uh, my balls. <laughs> <laughs> hey, overnight. Oh, it was porn. <laughs> <laughs> I like it extra hot. All right. Are so, all these, uh, do, does the Olympics work on a sort of MLS kind of schedule or is like 6.30, does it actually mean 6.30? It actually means 6.30. It's Japanese, yeah. man. It's on time. And, it's like their trains. And, start, MLS shit, is it, the only lazy league, really. Everything else starts on time. Any, International footy is generally quite timely. If anything starts like a second late in Japan that somebody's losing their job, you're not just losing your job; they're doing the whole uh, it's like fall on the sword thing. Oh, Jesus Lord. <laughs> Anyways, back to soccer. Um, so yeah, so the women start their Olympic uh, campaign Wednesday morning, six thirty Eastern time, um, and you know the whole the whole over you know overarching theme behind this is they want to change the color of their medal you know two bronzes which is an accomplishment you know to have two bronzes back to back uh two separate olympics um but obviously they want more and can you trade them in it's like it's like chuck e cheese and you can trade <laughs> you in would, like that, wouldn't that be nice but unfortunately no that's mm. not really allowed oh, i got um, these two i got these two bronze surely that's worth a good silver <laughs> no I'm, but you can I'm, have one of those sticky bits that just go waving around I don't want a marble, bronze, silver monstrosity. Thank for you very much, 100 sir. tokens. 100 tokens. Oh. What if I go play ski ball for an extra day? Okay, we'll come back later. Um, anyway. I would just like to say I would be thrilled if they end up with a bronze again. That would be quite yeah. hell, yes. That would be fantastic. I would, I would love for them to, you know, to make it to the final. That would be amazing. Um, I don't think any fan of uh the current canadian women's squad would be disappointed with a third bronze though hey, least... if, you get, if you got three bronzes on a slot machine that's big money true <laughs> I, I do um, feel like this whole thing no, we don't want bronze again it's a bit of a fake temp too isn't it really um i think there's there's a because canada's always you know they're they're, they're considered one of the top countries in the world for women's soccer but they're at the bottom of that that group right and that desire to break through to even just the middle of that group um has you know that's a that's a big weight that they're carrying around and i think that's behind this desire to to, to get a different medal hey, it's um, a good attitude it's a good attitude to have going into a tournament yeah anyway. you want you, you want to be competing for the top yes. well yeah you don't want you don't want to go in saying no you know we're happy to be here and uh Hi. I, I think you can focus on making the semifinals 
and then at that point focus on let's get more than bronze duncan if cheerleaders have ever taught me anything it's be aggressive be aggressive <laughs> true <laughs> and i've learned a lot from cheerleaders oh, that bad. <laughs> um so there's you know again there's a there's a really good we talked about the squad a lot there's a very you know strong mix of veteran players um and youth players and then and with the expanded uh roster numbers allowed so where the alternates have actually become full-on members of the roster which has made it which will make a huge difference in terms of the squad that uh bev priestman can put out there gives her a little more attacking although she brought like every attacker like basically if you if you play an attacking role for Canadian women's national team, you got to come to Japan. Um, but it does give them a little more flexibility. And, you know, so they're playing Japan, who is, that's their first match. Um, it's tough, you know, because that's, a, you know, like to play the home country in your first match. But, you know, Japan has always been one of the stronger teams. They've been, you know, a little less, they haven't been as dominant the last few years. So there's... Like an, there's an opportunity there. Um, and then the, the match against Chile, that, again, they're, they're rated, you know, several spots below Canada uh, in the world, which is helpful. Um, You've got to think that Chile is the one team that all of the other teams are thinking, okay, well, that's who we absolutely have to beat. Exactly. Then, if we don't, then, yeah. You know, the other three kind of go at it and... But then, and out. then coming up with the with the match against England, um, you know, <gasps> I think Great Britain. Great Britain. Mr. Sorry, I forgot. Thank you. Dear God, the right. mm. Olympics are weird. I'm sorry. Fine, Great I Britain. Say. You, what, you don't many, like you don't like Welsh ladies. Yeah, how many Welsh and Why Scottish women did you just own? insult, Kristen? No, I, is... I'm not insulting them. I am here it's for them to be English. able to represent themselves. Yeah. What about Catherine Zator Jones? I forgot it was Great Britain and not Jesus Christ, England on its own. Um, hey, oh, Tony, well done. Anyway, She's a great footballer. Fine, Great Britain. Those Thank poor you. other countries who can't even play for their own country. Not allowed. Stupid. Um, England can't most... play for their own country either. None of them are playing yeah. for their own country. Yeah. Anyway, the majority of the team Great Britain are English. That's a fair so, statement. Um, most of whom... Are you saying Scottish maybe, people are English? I am going to throw something at you the next time I see you, and it won't be a carrot. Please let me finish this statement, and then you can make fun of things. Thank you. Um, so the Canadian women played them recently and won, and won well. They had a very good match against them. And then a lot of the top-tier Canadian women also play in the uh, English Premier League and so know a lot of these players. So there is, there's potential for all three of these matches to be very competitive. I don't, I, I'm hoping not, of course, and nothing will be a, a blowout, but there's, this is a good competitive group for the Canadian women to be in. All right, Tony, go. What? <laughs> exactly. I have nothing to say. You were, you were claiming that Scots were English then. I was doing no such thing, you crazy person. Uh, you said um, the player, most of the players on the great British team are English. Yeah, most. Yeah. Did I say all? 
Still, most. That's a large percentage. That's because a large percentage of the Great Britain team are English. It's what, about an accurate what, statement. what about the Scots? Less a percentage? Oof. Less a percentage. Exactly. Controversy. That's no, all I'm saying. No controversy whatsoever. That's all I'm Stop saying. Stop trying to create controversy where there Mac is none. Mac and Kristen say Scottish women are lesser <laughs> than English Hashtag women. Hashtag Tony hates math. <laughs> Hashtag Duncan hates maths. <laughs> ah, <laughs> thank you, Mac. Thank no you. problem. I've got your backs. I, but I love al aluminium. <laughs> anyway, mm -hmm. um, so anyway, so there's three matches. CBC has the has the games, um, both on the network channel, but also online. So you have lots of options for viewing. A couple of very exciting things about that side of it is that uh, Claire Rustad, yay, will be uh, joining Nigel Reed as uh, doing color commentary for the matches which is very exciting because Excellent. she is exceptional at what she does. And having her there will make um, a world of difference. It is, it is very, very good that she is involved in this again. Um, Claire, Claire Rustad might be the only person I've ever said, it's a shame she's a doctor. I say it all the time. I'm like, Dan, you need to like help people. Um, what have doctors ever done? Exactly. Seriously. Um, so a doctor of football. That's that's something to shake a mm -hmm. stick at. Mm -hmm. but she she could be entertaining people. So this uh -huh. that's what people. we that's oh, what we need. Uh, do you want help? Do you want help or do you want tactical insight? Exactly. Brilliant tactical be, insight. How can you claim to be a doctor and not know that laughter is the best medicine? Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's written yeah. in texts. Mm. And then I feel like Socrates was a doctor, but he just kept playing football, <laughs> didn't he? Yeah, yeah, true. Mm -hmm. Monty Python proved that. Speaking speaking um, of Socrates, check out our uh, Zazzle page. Well done. True. Um, and then Long in addition, uh, also going to be involved uh, in talking about uh, women's soccer during the Olympics, uh, probably I guess during halftime or or features or whatever. AKA when Mark is ready. Recently retired, Diana Matheson, which is Yay. also very exciting because uh, Claire Rustad, followed fairly closely by Diana Matheson in the last Women's World Cup, were shining examples uh, and were the two people to pay attention to on the four women panel. Uh, they were both excellent. Uh, D Math has mm. proven that she has a lot of insight and she was. She was very good, she, really analytically as well. I was really impressed with her. So uh, to know that she's already jumped into something and, and, and uh, Canada Soccer and CBC have scooped her up for this is a really smart move. And uh, I, people should really be looking forward to having both of them involved in this. Uh, can you be inclusive, though, and for Duncan Caller, D-Maths? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna. Hey, hey! I'm not gonna change her nickname. I don't know who am I to tell her what nickname she goes by. I don't think so. It just doesn't make sense, though. Yeah, look, Kristen. If I know anything about Diana Matheson's, oh, <laughs> thank you. I just died. Shit. Should have set that up better. Basically, I was just trying to say her name as if it were plural. Yes, but I know. Because it was end up being apostrophe s. It just didn't work. So I, I know. I know. Damn it. Fuck that up. I'm, yeah, Diana Matheson's one of the best players ever. Okay, there it is. Mm -hmm. Never mind. Go on. 
Sorry, I tried. Anyways, it's very exciting to have both of them involved. It really and truly is. Um, very, very happy. And, and again, for anybody who, who watches and, and has an opinion on how, you know, how matches are called and uh, the quality of you know, halftime analysis and interviews and that sort of thing, be, you should be very happy that both of these people are involved because it will raise the quality um, of, both, mm -hmm. of, of, of their matches. Also great. due to the, also due to the weird uh, time change, it's always going to be Nigel Reed after dark. Oh, interesting. True. Is it still after dark in the morning, or is yeah. it just before light? Quiet, you. It's land of the rising sun. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel Reed before sunup doesn't work as well. <laughs> Wake up next to Nigel Reed. How's that? Oh, okay. Well then. Oh. Wake up with Nigel Reed. Well then. There's a, there's a morning show that didn't. Mm -hmm. Hello, Nigel. <laughs> I like Nigel Reed. I miss him on TFC stuff. Yeah, me too. Sure. That'd be good. That and you know, to Claire Ristad as well, and you know, Diana Matheson. Get them on TFC things as well. Yes. Well, apparently, apparently it's all interchangeable. Andy Petrillo's on CBC, so what the f you know, she sold her soul to one soccer. Mm. Yeah, I said it. Controversy. Soul. <laughs> soul. <laughs> um, all right, do we even want to try predictions for these matches or no? Oh, man. Canada beats Chile and then gets four points out of their other two games and tops the group with seven points. Balls will be kicked. Fun will be had. Life lessons will be learned. There's my prediction. Yeah. Yeah. Something, something friendships made along the way. Um, I'm, I'm going with Duncan's yeah, choice. Yeah, I like Duncan's. I, that, yeah, yeah, I like Duncan's option. That's, that sounds good to me. Basically, the yeah. Olympic spirit will shine through them all and, you know, They'll all get the, the players will, will come out of this better people. They'll get it. the draw against uh, Japan. They will play... They will play yeah. for the name on the front of the shirt, not on the back. And they're going to look amazing because have you seen the jean jackets? I want one so badly. Yeah, really? it, it, it's it's like the zit remedy or going to the Olympics. I love it. I love those jean jackets. It's they're amazing. Man, it's the sort of weird like graffiti looking ones. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. I can remember this like six months ago or whatever when they were. Announced. Oh, they know they've been they've been posting. I don't know if it's the same. If that was just mock-ups, but whatever it is that they've all been posting pictures of, I'm totally all in on. I love them. I kind of like the socks. The socks are good, too. There's official yeah. socks? Of course there are. Always. Yeah, they just, they're just big white tube socks with big maple leaves on them. Like something, you know, yeah, from like the Terry Fox days or something. I mean, I mean that respectively, of course. Yeah. Let's see here. Yeah, yeah, they're great. And Canada uh, Olympic. Yeah, no, I love this jean jacket so very no, much. The t-shirt, the t-shirts are nice too. The t-shirts are nice too. Yeah, the whole, the whole kind of, kind of does kind of look like a, a strange, like offshoot of the Royal Canadian Air Force, but yeah, <laughs> still. Canada hmm. Olympic team clothing. That's maybe a better thing too. Uh, yeah, okay. This isn't a fashion blog. Come on, people. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, we never talk about, about soccer clothing 
on this show ever. These are no, jean jackets. Never. There's only been one There's... good denim kit ever. It's not a kit though. It's a jacket. It's totally different. Anyway, all right. Um, okay, so we think they will. They'll, they'll, they'll top their group, and they will advance at least that far. All right. Good positivity, group. Good positivity. I like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. None of the games will be particularly overwhelming or sort of outrageous or particularly fun, but Canada will grind through and get some results. Oh, and Christine Sinclair will get her 300th cap for Canada uh, mm. her next match. So tomorrow morning. Perfect. Day after recording. Nobody beats the bin. 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 You know me at the B-I-C-M-A-R-K-I-E-N. I go for what I know, doing a show for human beings. I'm guaranteed to rock to make the ladies scream and shout. I'm about to wreck your body as they turn the body out. The body rapper, though, chapel always have a form. And when you hit the biz monkey, you get the job done. All right, it's time for a little, uh, continue on with TanCon, but a little more local. Jesus. Uh, Christ. I know. Uh, a, a quick, a quick mention. Almighty. A quick, mm. <laughs> wow, that was good. Damn it. A quick, that was good. A quick mention of uh, the Campiel. Uh, the 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 wibble is is coming to an end. It'll be over soon. Um, Do they have to deflate it? Oh, that's a good you question. Pop, I haven't. You, I haven't... you pop a bubble. You don't deflate a bubble. You pop it. Yeah, but what if you want to use it again? Mm. Yeah, you could just mm. you know roll it up hose... and stick it in the back of the closet till next year. Yeah, just hose it down. Yeah. Get the get the zator off, off of it. Get off of it. But I just want to the one the reason I I bring it up um, not just because it's it's coming to uh, an end soon um, is that Peggers on top as usual as they, as <laughs> they should be yeah, that's, um, but works, yes, that's, that's why I did it um, but yes they are uh, one match left to go no one can catch them so they're gonna win the Wibble good for them nice. fucking Homer the Peggers Peggers dominating. Full of valor. Heroes, really. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Just given that, that, you know, hometown pride, like whatever it is, it's like, ah, you know, the city of Winnipeg is just fucking alive right now. Yep. It's like Vimy Bridge. Yes. Everyone's just walking around <laughs> with forks held triumphantly in the air. They are freaking loving it. Anyways, congratulations, oh. Winnipeg. We're really proud. Maybe bridge your own Kristen. Okay. Uh, she loves military humor. <laughs> I don't know yes. why. No, no. Uh, all right, but the the she's got a passion for Passchendaele. <laughs> Who's Dale? You pronounce that? That's a good question. <laughs> that is a good say. question. That's a good, that's, a, that's a good. That's a good grinder uh, account I, name. I thought. I thought that was like you know, listing off porn, yeah. porn names yeah. again. Yeah. Um, all right, but the exciting news <laughs> in local Canadian soccer is the Voyagers Cup. It's back uh, in a surprise late evening nighttime release from the CSA. 
on Monday, oh, yeah. Monday night. Um, well, those are the best, right? Um, so they didn't even know that they were discussing it that because people have been asking what was happening with the Voyager's Cup anyone heard anything nothing nothing not even sort of a whisper that they were about to announce it and then suddenly hey here we go um so a new a new format uh to go along with the schedule so it is a 13 clubs here I'm just gonna do one cup exactly yeah 13 (laughs) clubs four leagues from four leagues to play four rounds of single knockout competition for Canadian supremacy. Yeah. Mm, um, that makes me that actually is kind of exciting. Yes, Canadian, Canadian supremacy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the supremacy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Soccer supremacy. Can I say that? God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> but at least it didn't say Canadian dominance because, again, then, you know, it's all about the Peggers. It's all about the Peggers. Yeah. Um, Actually, who are they? Who are they? They're 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 playing. Oh, they're playing Otletti to start. So who knows? Actually, Otletti have sucked this year. It's all theirs. Um. So yeah, the uh, preliminary round sees mostly uh, CanPL sides with um, uh, the League One Ontario and the PSQL. And the white cat. That made me laugh so Let's hard. I was, fun Cuba. Yeah. Was, at the kids' pretty, table. It was, yes. was pretty fucking funny. Uh, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, I, I just appreciate the fact that finally somebody's recognizing Forge as being better than at least one MLS team. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, low bar, Mark. Didn't say. I don't care. It's not, it's not what it's about, Tony. It's not what it's about. I do kind right. of, like part of me kind of feels bad that it's it's only a single leg thing and everything, but uh, you know I feel like you know, the Masters and Ass playing Villa probably like, yeah this is good let's just play an away game they want to have to deal with all the extra hassle of having to host uh, yeah one of these games do you think they, they they would be forced to bring their stadiums up to standard um i i think that was definitely a uh, a concern for probably not us Blainville. they've done it before but i think for, mm-hmm. for masters there was definitely a concern of oh we're, we're not set up to be hosting this kind of game <laughs> but they're a small club well yeah yes yes stad stad grayskull surely should be a fine <laughs> facility <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so this year single round uh, uh all all single round knockout matches or anyways no 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 two leg ties um because again there's so much going on pandemic world cup qualifiers leagues in some cases haven't even started yet all sorts of stuff so um, um, before we go before we go on i have a question because uh, i obviously there was a lot of uh regional matching up of teams right geographically yes, was it based was, just on that or was it based on any kind of like finishing slash math from the year prior i don't I, feel like they've I, really said I, it uh, seemed more presume, regional. It's very regional yeah i presume the 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 three people that qualified for the next round was yeah first on last year after yeah. that it's clearly just regional which you know yes that's good hey you get some fucking pacific vancouver perfect blah 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 but then is that is it going to be this every year yeah because that well that kind of really hurts a team like pacific you know who every first round would always have to play a vaguely mls team 
Well, maybe maybe Vancouver will eventually become one of the the, the, uh, the two best MLS teams this season. No, I gotta say, I got I, I kind of like Pacific's chances coming out of this first round. I gotta tell yeah, you, yeah, um, true. They've been, yeah. they've been I, having a pretty good wibble, so. Yeah. And I can understand the, you know, it's a fledgling, well, not fledgling, but it's a young tournament, a huge country. It, other countries in the in early days of their cups used regional systems, so it's not unheard of. But yeah, I mean, it would be nice in the future for it to be purely based off where you finished in mm-hmm. the prior year. I mean, if, if, so for example, if it was a bit bigger and say there was like, hey, well, there's four potential BC teams, you can mix and match things and it doesn't get tired. But right, there's only two BC teams. They play each other every year. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. And this yeah, is yeah. also the first year they've done it like this. But, you know, the CSA yes. always does sort of their shadowy arranging of the schedule. Right. So yeah. um, but at least at least we still have the expanded version right like this is oh, i'm not shitting on it i like it but yeah. no i do too i, I do mm-hmm. miss the fact that it's not going to be a two-leg tie but i understand sure. this season why it's not and that's the other reason for doing the regional picks right is to cut down on travel two legs um, we didn't even finish last year's well exactly we're not talking about that anyway what? so what last year? Uh, never heard of it <laughs> so this oh, all guys. starts in mm-hmm. august um so the first round matches are august 15th uh august 17th uh two matches on the 21st of august and then august 26th um the quarterfinals will take place between they still have yet to confirm the dates uh september 14th and 22nd the semi-final matches will be the 28th and 29th of september and then the final will be again yet to be confirmed between the 19th and the 27th of October. So. That's what they said last year. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> God but bless. There's, God bless there's... Masters of the Universe uh, Academy. But, I, don't go I... pull, but don't go pulling off any upsets because finally an all Toronto Derby. I'm torn, though. I kind of want no, to see no, that. No, no, no. Masters, Masters, Masters is Toronto, Toronto, based. Toronto Masters is Toronto based. Are they? Oh, I'm yes. sorry. My, my apologies to the to uh, He Man, Shira, and I, Men of the Arms. Aren't they like Samaritan in Scarborough? I think. Yes, they yeah. are exactly. And, uh, okay. It's in the name. It's in the name, guys. It's uh, Football Ontario. So that's what the F and F A stand for. Football, Football Ontario. Mm. Yep. <laughs> yep. Anyway, so that one for for okay. you know that's uh, August twenty first. The the. The YUs and uh, the Masters of the Universe. Is it Masters with an apostrophe? Yes. Then who is the master? No and idea. why does he have a football academy? <laughs> uh, you're not allowed to question. You're not, to, you're not supposed to ask who the master is, Tony. Come on. Now. All right. Yes. By the way, I'm going to go to that game. Uh, me too. Yeah. There's like Toronto games, you know, who knows? And then there's a bunch of other games there. I'm going to be working, what have you. This falls right into my uh, sort of time zone of time zone, mm. the comfort zone of yes, I can go to this and I want to go to this. And yeah, let's fucking be go. careful. I mean, those masters, those masters away fans, they're vicious. Mm. The Millwall of uh, football Ontario. I plan to be on their side. Woo. Yeah, fuck York. Wow. Exactly. No and one then, likes you. You don't care. Yeah. Unless of, on... course, unless, of course, York goes through, then then I'm not, it's not fuck York. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Whoever wins, <laughs> first to <laughs> Yes. Underdog. It's always the underdog. 100%. 
and always support any CPL team over any MLS team. Like the, always, hundred percent. Okay, Duncan. Here's the this scenario. Though. You. Go on. That they expand what's, what's the it and uh, and uh, D-Row United. Or D-Row United plays CFC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Duncan Cup, yes. Wow. <laughs> um, I, I, I would at that point uh, cheer on um, the all the all the D rows out there. I will buy you a kit. <laughs> <laughs> amazing, amazing, uh, amazing. Instead, it, it just it, instead of a sponsor, it's just D rows face. Yes, right there, right on the front, taking up the like whole that, like that Spanish, like the Spanish club who had the Burger King underneath. Uh, <gasps> yes, yes, yeah. yes, Getafe. Yes, yeah, that there was right. Yeah, Dio yeah. on the inside, so they can pull yeah. it up, <laughs> and then that's still yeah. Oh, brilliant! Although the uh, the obvious sponsor would be Shake and Bake. Mm. Mm. Yep. Too clever. Would never happen. No. <laughs> um. Anyway, the uh, with all all of this, there still has been no mention about the 2020 quote-unquote cup final match between yeah, Toronto and Hamilton. supposed to be happening at some point. At it? some point. It's so, going to be a double what? header with the final of, uh, of this year's game. Uh, oh, that, now, that, now that's a final I could get behind. That would be funny. Double header, yeah. the 2020 final and then <laughs> the 2021 final. <laughs> Man, Forge are going to be exhausted for the second game. Act now, and you get tickets for well, two they, finals. But, but they have cleverly, like if you've looked at the bracket, that's the only way that they meet is in the final, Hamilton and Toronto. So, so they'll just play it as a double or nothing. It's uh, really? yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah. One, one, one of one these teams is going over to the Western Conference. Well, no, the quarterfinals don't aren't as regional, I guess, it's because the the one there's one quarterfinal match that is the Western teams. So whoever wins between Edmonton and, Cal- and Calgary and uh, Victoria and Vancouver, they play each other. And then they play that, that whoever wins that quarterfinal will play Toronto or whomever uh, out of York or uh, okay. Masters. Right. Yeah. So the Western, Canada and it's Eastern bias. The Western, the Western clubs get, you know, they have a clear, there will be a Western club in the semifinals. So that's guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed only one of them. Correct. Mm. The only path. Yep. So there you go. So that is all of the very exciting news for Canadian soccer. Yeah. I, I am looking forward to this whole Voyager's Cup thing happening again. Me too. I'm, I'm so happy it's back. Mm-hmm. And now for the second half of the show. No type of big drug dealer. My man Cheesy Swarm didn't appeal to her. But now he trucks golden with fly belly boots. Rough leather fashion and tough silk suits. Now she stopped fronting and wants to speak and becoming to all the shows every single weekend. To get his people number, she be begging, please. Dying for the day to get skis. She caught the papers. She caught the papers. It's TFC Talk Time! Woo! Oh yeah. <laughs> Feel the passion. Where's Dale? Um, anyway. Ah. TFC, you're back in Toronto 
playing games at BMO Field um, in front of fans. And that happened on Saturday uh, against Orlando. Yes, them again. And as someone who went, it was a very surreal experience. Very joyful experience, but like very laser strange. Floyd. Not quite. I, I, I was, I was, wasn't high for this. Um, but you know, only seven thousand people in the stands, um, and just you know, just for many people, myself included, like this. That was the first time I had done anything that wasn't a trip to the grocery store, a walk, um, or being at my bubble friend's house like that's it like that's the those are the only things that I've done for over a year and to be suddenly to to be around people again it's very strange um and to be at a soccer game uh for the first time since uh March of last year also very strange um but also very cool and and don't shit on no frills. That's a good time. Who was? But if that's your only outing, I don't know. Um, Back in my day, we had no frills. Hush you. Anyway, so um, props to Nemo Field staff for, you know, a pretty good setup and, and for TFC for providing a crazy amount of free stuff. And I mean, like basically everything or almost everything was free on Saturday. What, what so, free stuff? Like, uh, were, were they giving away free beers? Yes. Really? Yes. Entirely? Yes. Wow. I didn't, I didn't pay for anything Saturday night and I drank and I ate and I got a scarf and I got hand sanitizer. and Hand sanitizer? Yeah. Scarves. 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 Yeah. Fridge magnets? Condoms? <laughs> With a fridge magnet. <laughs> no, no fridge magnets. Trust me, no. I would have had my bag stuffed full of those. Um, so, yeah, there was, you know, like social distancing at the gates. Many 3,000s? Many 4,000s? Anyway, so they, when you, they gave out, <laughs> they, yeah. They giving away the uh, Armas uh, sex toys. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, wow. it just never they quite. really, it, really press you. Like, oh. Yeah, but it just never really gets going. No, <laughs> no, it just leaves a mess. Yeah, yeah. you never quite finish. It only um, has one. It only has one setting. Confusion. <laughs> <laughs> there are um, metal detectors now. Jesus the, fucking Christ! Well, that's for so. What? So you know you've been shut, gotten your vaccinations because you yeah. know all the magnets. <laughs> yeah, right. for your chip to, to beep. <laughs> Oh, you've so, only got they don't, they don't, or, they don't, yeah, they, you're going to have to. They don't pat you down anymore. Um, this is the new way. And you also have to have a clear bag if you're bringing a bag. Um, what the fuck? Where, where, where did all this come well, from? The, the clear, well, the clear bag thing and possibly the metal detectors. The clear bag thing is, is MLS. MLS has had the clear bag rule for some right. time now. And TFC just hadn't fallen in line yet. And now this year, they are abiding by MLS rules. I don't know if that's why the metal detectors as well, but I do know that's why the clear bags. So Damn. If I would have known if I would have known this back in the nineties, I would have collected all those like raver backpacks that were like clear 
and sold them for a packet outside. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so just heads up if you're going to a match, if you don't already know this. But yeah, they way they gave out coupons for free beers, free Smirnoff ice, which I avoided like the plague and gave to somebody else. Um, free pizza or hot dog. They were giving away uh, all the non-alcoholic drinks, so like water, Gatorade, whatever else, pop that in bottles, and it, that was free. Wow. Um, they were giving no away candy. Uh, no Gatorade. Sorry, they, that that went that went really fast. Um, but anyway, so it was it was it was very rare. You know, MLSE does not give away stuff easily. So the fact that no, they gave seriously. away a lot. Currency Charles was rolling around in his grave. <laughs> He's not dead. Um, he just sleeps in a coffin. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and for the and for the most part, yeah, for the most part, everything was 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 handled pretty well. People were trying to be, you know, mindful in the on the concourses. Um, obviously, with only seven thousand fans, the seating was quite well spaced out. Um, how were the lineups getting in? I saw some complaints early on Twitter that the lineups were really long getting in, that, that they well, didn't they have were, many gates open. Um, I don't know about how many gates they had open. Both 3 and 3B were open. I don't know about the other ones. But mm. they did. They opened a couple minutes late, at least where we were. Um, and, and new system. There was a couple issues with the new scanners for the tickets. I'll take, everything, is, everything is on your phones now. Um, no physical tickets. Uh, everything is cashless. Um, but like the lines were physically long because of physical distancing. And first game back, it's been over a year. So I think as things, they get more familiar, it'll go a little faster. They may have to start opening the gates earlier than an hour before, though. That might have to happen. I don't know. That's, I think it probably should happen. I think that's not a bad idea. Um, just to give them more time to get everybody scanned and everything and into the stadium because yeah, it will take longer. It'll be a little bit more cumbersome, the more people that'll be in the stands, um, going forward. So, but overall it was fairly well handled. Uh, I agree with what I saw with some people online. Um, there was, you know, I was disappointed to see people going maskless once they were down in their seats and stuff. Um, and the security, again, if they saw you without a mask, they said something, but I don't know necessarily that they were looking for it. And with MLSE and BMO's uh, choice to not require vaccinations, you know, if you're hesitant, if you're concerned about that sort of thing, something to keep in mind at, uh, in the moment, at the moment uh, with going to TSE matches. It's certainly something that's on my mind. Like I'm planning, I'm going, but I if I if it feels too crowded or unsafe where my seat is, I will move. Mm -hmm. I will go stand on the concourse and watch from there kind of thing. I have zero desire or I'll leave. Like if it's really bad, I'll just leave. Whatever. It is what it is. Um, Isn't it like 15,000 on Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a mm. bit nervous because it's double. But I'm going to try it. So we'll see what happens. Um, but the match itself, once the match happened, uh, you know what? Exciting match. You know, tons of emotion, obviously, from the fans, from the players. Um, great to see, you know, healthcare workers and, and frontline workers uh, honored and involved. Um, they did a land acknowledgement, but again, I wish they had done it in a in a when people were paying attention. They were sort of doing it before the players came out. 
to me, that is something you do once the players come out onto the pitch if you want people to really acknowledge it. But they at least did a land acknowledgement, so baby steps. Um, but the match make, itself... Make, make the referee announce... Like, make up the referee, make the referee announce it before he blows the whistle for kickoff. That way people will pay attention. There you go. But the game itself, fun! So before we get to the game itself, one of the, okay. the pre-game things... I, I don't feel like I've noticed this ever before, but okay. it's like, like for the anthems and everything, all the players can like turn and look towards the flags in the south end. The fuck's that all about? Patriotism. Oh it used to I, be. Didn't, I didn't even notice because I was doing my best to ignore the anthems. Yeah, I feel like they usually, you know, they just like stand in a line and look towards the... Uh, the, West the West stand, end. but yeah, no, all both teams—they're all just you know, like kind of turned around so that they were you know all looking towards the south end and oh, everybody. Really? Everybody knows flags. Duncan. Everybody knows freedom rises in the south. Yes, true, true. That's 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 disappointing. That's yeah, I don't I don't like that at all. Yeah, I'm just kind of confused. Is really this is something we're doing now? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. It's the way Jacob Peterson would have wanted it. <laughs> Probably. Mm-hmm. Looking wistfully across Lake Ontario. <laughs> I will, yes. I will. Yeah, he wouldn't I be will. looking towards the flags in the stand. No, I'm looking like hundreds of miles south till I can see freedom yep. on the other side of a lake. Interesting. I'll try to pay more attention to that. I didn't notice, but again, I was trying to... Mm ignore the fact that anthems were happening so can you reach out to the south yes Thank yes you. i can all right so the match itself mm. it was a fun match um it was almost a fairy tale ending you know thing of wonder you know tales told down through time but um was you know a much better played match than they have than they have been uh Justin Morrow got a start and uh, obviously assisted on the goal. Very nice ball. Very nice ball. Um, played well. Team of the week honors with MLS. Well deserved. Oh, I know. I was so happy for him. That's prestigious. It is. Uh, Soteldo, fantastic. Like, really, really enjoyable match from him. Um, he was the player. He was the player to watch. Um for much of the game uh did so many nice things and uh really just as i think as things are settling down with the team itself you just see more and more quality from him um and mm -hmm. like him and pozuelo link yes. up very well together this is kind of fun to watch him and dwyer it, it doesn't end well, and Soteldo no. gets very frustrated yes, about that. Yes, he does. <laughs> I'm like, don't uh, make him angry. He's tiny, but I would not want to piss him off. Holy shit. Seriously, he's still got the face of a retired army general. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the thigh, and the thighs of a rhino. Um, yeah, Dom Dwyer. Mm. Seriously, man. I know you don't get to play much, and I don't really care. I don't want you on the team anyway, but... Um, at least make the most of your fucking chances, man. You got to start. You were gifted a start. Mm -hmm. You were, you got how many times, how many opportunities do you need to be given to finish and score a goal? Come on. 
Ironic, ironically, not, after, not long after mentioning Jacob Peterson, he may go down as most unloved TFC player in a long time. Mm. Don Dwyer? Yeah. Generally, people, you know. Don't like him. Yeah, I, mean, uh, yeah, I don't think there was a lot of love for him before he got here. And No, but I mean. If, if I mean, he doesn't do well while he's here, then yeah. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like player in on the club like yeah it's been a while since there's been a guy who's been like yeah i don't like that guy although nick de leon's doing his best yeah. yes yes um interesting interesting but keep going but i'm just trying to think of uh people of, of other disliked players eric hasley that would be mine um, really i don't i see i don't uh, feel he had a no. great dislike here though no, it was, it, it was just, a weird. It was me. a weird time. Yeah, it was a weird time. But I don't think there was this odd kind of like, oh, maybe he'll come and score some big goals here. It was. It was odd. That was such a strange yeah, time. Yeah, I was. I didn't care either way. I didn't want him here at all. But that's yeah. just me. I know I don't like Eric. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think he was. He was. There was a lot of derision. Yeah, more, right. more, of, more of the state of the club at that time. By the end of the season, Jermaine Defoe. Yeah, that's true. He really did. Yeah. By but the I end, think, but, yeah, but but he probably still had a lot of fans, though, especially casual, like really casual fans. Yeah, it's. I think he's a. I think he's a real fifty-fifty split. People either are like they back him or they hate him. I, there's very little middle ground I find on the show. They marketed an entire fucking friendly the next year about <laughs> we don't like this guy. The, the team did, not just fans. The actual team took to market how much we all hate this guy. Yeah, it was funny. Um. And then we obvi- obviously so for, for this for this match we obviously need to talk uh, about the return of Josie. Yeah, and that One was second. yeah that was that was quite the moment. Like you, suddenly when you saw it, we you know because you're everyone's sort of like surreptitiously watching the subs, right? You know, warming up, like just you know, and if he even moves slightly away from them, we're like, oh, now no, not yet. Okay, everyone, just wait, just wait, just wait. Um, but uh, like the response from the fans, and then of course, of course, for him to score, score the goal at the south end, and just pandemonium. It was it was quite the moment, and uh, not for that damn tying goal. Fairy tales stupid, don't exist, Kristen. Bloody stupid. That's why the pogues. So why the pogues went bankrupt. Ah. <gasps> Did they say mean things about the Pogues? I'm just saying they went bankrupt. They put all their money on fairy tale. (sighs) So happens when you go to New York. Um, Anyway, it was wonderful. It was very, very, it was, it was a great thing and it was a great welcome back and it was a great way for him to return to the club. Um, Cause I, I, you know, I said it many times during his exile. I didn't think he was ever going to play for TFC ever again. And so for this to have this be the turnaround, like, why not? Yeah, it, it was a, it was a very nice, just the whole, like when he actually got subbed on and everything, there was a very clearly, it's like, yeah, the fans like this guy. This is uh, so very emotional. And then yeah, for him to score, that's delightful. And uh, it was a good, like two minutes plus five minutes of, VAR-related confusion is just what it felt like. I don't know the exact minutes. And then, uh, yeah, the penalty went in and, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I could have used a little bit more time between yeah. you know, the goal and, you know, the penalty. 
Mm. Two minutes, just two more minutes. Yeah. I, feel oh, like- I, had, I didn't even know what had happened until suddenly I realized a penalty was about to be taken because we were all still busy celebrating. Yeah, I feel like that was, I feel like I could hear that, uh, that, that kind of what? what the fuck? What? Yeah. To be fair, they had to send someone around to Chris Armas' house to see if he was okay. <laughs> um, but overall, you know, the come away one-one draw um, with not a with not a badly played match. You know, like for the most part, it was a solid match. And again, that 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 seems like gilding the lily. But for TFC right now, solid is good. To not look completely, you know calamitous to to look like they actually know what they're doing is 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 a nice change yes yeah it's been a a decent first couple of games for uh perez go clochavi yes and your notebook all right your website and a website exactly Mm, spectacular website (laughs) all right well so Toronto have uh, two matches uh, this week. So they play uh, tomorrow night, day after recording, against Energy Drinks, and then this coming Saturday uh, against the Tire Fire. So both Eastern Conference uh, clubs. Uh, New Jersey mid-table, hovering around the line. Uh, and uh, Chicago, they'll be playing, they'll be away to them in Bridgeview, and they're struggling almost as much as Toronto. Uh, they're just just above them in the table. Um, are, they not and, a, are they not at Soldier Field? Oh, I, I feel that was this year, yes. That's right, I forgot. I forgot that wow. that is where they are. Wow. You just can't get the hosts these days. I know. Well, what do you mean? You know, it says Bridgeview in the rundown. Any one of you could have noticed that and told me that hours and hours ago. But no, this is more fun. Um, it's true. Yeah, I know. This is where the come from. I, I don't know. <laughs> you make me uncomfortable. When I bring up soldiers to you, it gets, it gets weird. <laughs> oh, yeah. I already see the carrot flying through the air. It's great. Ah, yes. Vimy Bridge? <laughs> Vimy Bridgeview. <laughs> so, yeah. Nothing is bringing this back. The silence gives that away. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Good. I'm glad you caught that. Thanks. Couldn't miss it. Imagine Good. Wonderful. Quiet. So, Too energy drinks, which is the match on Wednesday, day after recording. Um, again, they're playing better than Toronto, but then again, who isn't? Um, one of the things to be mindful of or to be sort of, to, to be sort of like positive about with them is that uh, their defense sucks almost as much as Toronto's. So that's great. They score, they let in as many goals as they score. Mm-hmm. Well, they but are the almost, team we're trying to be, right? So it's going to be a tie then, is what you're saying? Oh, oh, oh I think so, yes. I think that's likely. Um, and uh, High-scoring tie. High-scoring tie, yes. It'll be it'll be an entertaining defensive shit show, Duncan, just for you. I enjoy those. I know you do. Um, and the, the sort of, in a weird way, the, the disappointing thing with this, with Armas being gone, is this is, is, this is less of the... Um, 
new Red Bulls versus old Red Bulls, you know, clash kind of thing. It's still obviously Ali Curtis is still involved, but it doesn't ha- it doesn't feel like the same sort of oomph to it. You know, Kamar Lawrence is away on international duty. So, you know, that sort of takes that out of the equation. Um, but with all that, who is uh, your player to watch from the energy drinks? Wickleman is- Cormona. <laughs> what? The Wickleman. <laughs> that, that, that's, uh, that's, sounds like a really bad knockoff horror film. Yeah. It's non. It's non-union. non-union yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that is his first name. Wow. This okay. one doesn't even have Nicholas Cage. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Patrick Klamala, uh, mostly because it sounds like Kamala, and we do. Uh, uh. And uh, <laughs> I mean, he does. He does have. He does have a couple. Uh, what's he got? Uh, one or two goals and and a bunch of assists so far. So. Um, you know, uh, it's the it's that it's that can set up can score thing that always makes me the most nervous. So, well, speaking of can score, I'm going with Caden Clark because oh, that guy's still a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's annoying. Man. He is. Mm-hmm. I, I am. I hasn't am he made his, Hasn't he made his dream move to th- not to, quite to Leipzig yet? No, not yet. Yes, <laughs> like isn't isn't. FC Cologne or Mainz 05, aren't they knocking down the door for his signature yet? Or are they holding out for Hoffenheim? I feel like they might be holding out for Hoffenheim. That's where the medium money is. <laughs> I got to say, I'm seriously disappointed in Kristen's pick. Being, Why? Be, be, well, you're the being the, the literary, uh, you know, go-to on this show. Number 47 on your team sheet, number one in your heart. Tolkien. Yeah, yeah, John Tolkien. He's uh Oh, I didn't scroll down that he's, far. He's the, the lord of mm-hmm. defense. Small guy. Yeah, he's probably a fullback and he's a small guy. He's precious. Hobbit 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 mm. blood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right. Uh predictions. Daniel Royer, you can't go wrong with Daniel Royer. Mm. I forgot about the royest of Royers. Mm. Ugh. Uh, mm. Predictions. I'm gonna go. Oh, God, three two Toronto. Oh four. Wow. I'm just going by what Kristen said earlier. Yeah. New York are apparently terrible, and they let in as many goals as they score. Four four. I'd go home happy at four four. Yeah, I, I'd take that. Would yeah. you go home happy at two two? Because that's what's gonna happen. Mm. That seems more realistic. I said 2-1, TFC. I know. All right. Then cast your gazes further down the week to Saturday uh, against Chicago. And, uh, you know, they are, as I said, nearing the bottom of the table, just ahead of Toronto. Um, Also defensively poor. And... uh, they're, they, they're, they're obviously their, their record is slightly better at home. So they've actually, all of their points have come at home. They, they haven't won anything on the road as of yet. Um, but yeah, they, they, they look pretty terrible. Um, so player to watch. I'm going to go with Bobby Shuttleworth. 
Oh, so punchable. Yeah, yeah. Most mostly because his punchability. Yeah. So there's that. I went with Kappelhoff just because of the name. Mm. Don't Kappel the Hoff. I like collies, like, you know, Lassie and stuff, but sometimes they're not collie enough. So I'll go with Elliot Collier. Mm. Reasonable. Uh, I'll go with Lucas Stoyanovich. Nice. I don't know why, but it's a that's just a good, solid Eastern European sounding football name. He, you know, it sounds like a guy who would have been out there you know, back when Yugoslavia was still a thing and yeah, I, I don't know. It, it makes me nostalgic for sort of Eastern European sort of Red Star Belgrade type teams. Sorry. There you go. Um, yes. Are you okay? Is everyone uh, all right? I'm, um, I'm, uh, side effects from the Oh, chart. okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Whether this guy actually plays ever or not, who knows? Professionals. All yes. right. I hope so. Okay, and score predictions then? If it can't be Chicago, then Jesus Christ, the season really is fucked. 2-0 Toronto. Nice. I'll go 3-1. Uh, go th- Toronto. Excellent. 1-0. Mm. Mm. Oh... So dour. Um, Late winner by Stajanovic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I went 1-0 Toronto. I think it's going to be just one of those kind of terrible matches to watch, but they win in the end. Huzzah. Mm-hmm. So there. You know, their, uh, uh, their Hall of Fame there uh, for their football club is called the Ring of Fire. Yeah. That's I'm not making that up. What did did they transfer the Ring of Fire from Bridgeview over to Charlotte Soldier Field, or is it still just like ringing the 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 empty stadium that they never use anymore? I'll have to reach out. Mm. You know who's you know who's in the uh, the old Ring of Fire, inducted in 2009. John Barrett, Chris Armas. Oh, (laughs) really? Weirdly full circle. Not what I even thought I would ever Just like a ring of fire. (laughs) 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 Circular and weird, yes. (laughs) Oh, all right. Okay, well, that is our show for this week. Uh, Really quickly. It did, which is why we're going to end it now. (laughs) Have we talked about Atlanta United? (laughs) Oh, shit, we haven't. (laughs) Damn you, Duncan! Fletcher! (laughs) To the listeners, sorry. I tried. (laughs) I tried. Now you can Uh, make your complete two-hour drive with us. uh, (laughs) Thank you, Duncan. Much like the the more well-known Heinz, this took a long time to come out. (laughs) Uh, yes, I, yes, I we, those guys are very entertaining now. We should uh, we should mention the uh, the ongoing shit show that is uh, the AU guys, um, who who recently fired yet another coach. Um, <laughs> and, you know the official release is you know after a disappointing start and some 
was it differences of of opinion or whatever um and then other stories coming out that basically Heinz was on a massive power trip um wouldn't let the you know was limiting restricting water breaks uh to the point where team doctors were stepping in um what was some of the other stuff the the cba guaranteed days off no oh, right and they were you don't get those days, days off, off. Uh, I just can't imagine it all being a, a very much like, no, no, this is how it was, you know, back in wherever, you know, Alex Ferguson never gave me a day off, so what's good there is fine here. Right. And yeah, I just hope they, they keep on picking people who were, you know, good players, but haven't really in any way proven themselves as managers. Thierry Henry needs a job. Hey. Frank Lampard needs a job. Hey. <laughs> so many options. <laughs> Chris um, Armas, I mean, he's in the Chicago ring of fire. Exactly. <laughs> Hasn't quite proven himself as a manager yet, but come on. So yeah, it's um, it's 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 been been quite the fall from grace from them. They've 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 done. Yeah, it's it's been pretty much all downhill since their second season um and you know they new newer newer clubs to to mls have it a little different than than say like when tfc entered the league also not handicapped by the canadian rule and all that stuff but they get a little more help from the league uh these days as well so it's been really interesting but the whole other thing with with everyone's like i was like oh well how did atlanta do so well their first two seasons Part of it, you know, a bit of it was luck, a bit of it was help from the league. But then you also have to remember who their GM was and who just got turfed out of MLS for doing bad things at, at Miami Vice. And um, just start asking yourself some questions about... You, you're suggesting about, Atlanta, Atlanta was cheating? Maybe just a little more subtly. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's worth considering. <laughs> You know, they weren't quite as obvious about it. I, I think I think there might be an aspect of that too. And he's like, "Well, I got away with it in Atlanta for two years. Well, let's see what we can do here." And uh, yeah, I don't know, but uh, yeah, Atlanta are not in a good place at all. Plus, also, Heinz took a page out of Chris Armas's favorite playbook, which is alienate and exile one of your most popular, highly talented, highly paid players. Mm-hmm. obviously worked a treat yeah it, where it's not like we've seen that backfire recently here <laughs> it's it's always a good uh you know thing to go out there it's it's like being in prison you've got to take on the uh the toughest you know, guy yeah <laughs> Go out there, the, the, the one guy that everyone likes, go, yeah, try and take him down and that'll show everyone and that'll get you your respect. And, oh, no. Oh, no, it's all gone horribly wrong. Mm. Mm-hmm. Poor Atlanta. I don't feel mm. bad for them at all. No, I don't feel bad for them at all. Not at all. You say they're in a bad place. Where exactly are they in the table? Actually, well, they're not in a... Ahead of Toronto. I know that much. Yes, well, so is most of the league. Um, but not that. They've got 13 points from 13 games. Woof. 
That's a lot of draws. Yes, it is. It went one, two games. But, uh, oh, I was really hoping there was zero, zero, and 13. That would have been amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so good. Yeah, they've been, our, they've our, been our lost four games all season. This is very harsh on Mr. Hines. Yeah, well, again, clearly it was more the other stuff than the results. I think it's the pending lawsuits that they were Yeah, <laughs> probably. Maybe. CBA taking them to the to the cleaners, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yes. Fun times, fun times. And now, yeah, now, yeah, you know, like Joseph Martinez speaking up, you know, I'd give my life for this team and I love this team and uh all this stuff after uh you know because again he's, he's he's been there since the beginning right so he's seen some things but uh yeah there's boyhood team they are it's true <laughs> robbie Keane would be proud mm-hmm. all right now that's our show <laughs> um right have we talked about never mind <laughs> We'll I need a comfort break. Week. I don't take mine during the show. <laughs> we'll talk about it next week. Who would do that? Nobody would do An that animal. here. We're professional <laughs> podcasters. All right. That is our show for this week. Um, Gabrielle Heinze wouldn't let me have a fucking water. Not comfort at all. Break. Well, he let you have water. Well, he wouldn't let you have water. You wouldn't need a comfort break. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yep. No, mm-hmm. he's, it would, you'd, have yeah, to drip out, you'd have to drip out like a ketchup bottle. Slow. <laughs> oh, Someone have, to, someone have to tap you on the top of the head to make it come out. Gross. <laughs> Seriously. Stop. All right. That's our show. Um, It'll make please, your fries taste so good. Grosser. Please join us next Grosser. week when we look back at, um, well, a lot of games because the Canadian women will have played a bunch of matches. The Canadian men will have played their quarterfinal match. TFC matches. Who knows what's happening with the Camp PL. All sorts of things will be going on. So we'll, yeah. it'll be another delightfully Book long yourself show. Like the, a flight to Vancouver or something. Give yourself time to listen. <laughs> Could be a long one. Could be a long Duncan, one, yes. Duncan Hines. Mm. Uh, nice. Um, I have been joined by the entire Vocal Minority Podcast panel. To be found out there on the Twitter is at Duncan D. Fletcher and Mr. Rebecca Fletcher. Tony Hines. Mm-hmm. Huh? Doesn't That's make sense. Duncan Hines is a Man, come on. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, on the tweet machine at Malarkey FC, Mr. Tony Walsh. I swear, I work on these gags for like seconds. <laughs> Put some respect on my name. Tony on the Hines. Twitters, Kidnerd Mark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Thank you to everybody who continues to support our podcast via Patreon. We genuinely, genuinely appreciate that. Uh, we have shirts, as Tony mm. mentioned, some sometime in hour one. Fuck, it feels like forever ago. Socrates. Uh, you, can, you can, thank you. You can find that link on uh, on our website. It's a Zazzle store, and there's a bunch of wonderful uh, shirt designs that you can find. And uh, uh, I look forward to going to a game in person someday. Someday. Hmm. Someday, mm-hmm. someday, someday. Hey. <laughs> Uh, as for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I've been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, Canada, get used to it.
for Gundes.